Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Like, think about, think about well, Facebook. Think, think about Instagram. All these things capitalize on people's need for uh, acceptance. Yeah, I think it. I think it goes deeper than that. I think it might be a design for social engineering, a method to separate and isolate people. You know, a way to keep us apart so that we don't organize. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, one thing that the Canadian government did during this pandemic is that they ruled out like you can't go on protest right now. <laughs> which is your minimum civil right is to be able to protest. Now you can't do that. Now you go on the street, you gather with a bunch of people, you get arrested. Even that city, most basic... <clears throat> my local on. city did this. My local city passed the same ordinance. I just, I went on their COVID website today and it says no protesting. Like, wow, okay, so no civil liberties? Like, wow. Like, it didn't say protesting six feet apart. It says no protesting. Sure. Right. And then there, is a, there is a, I, I, I have a huge problem with, with, um, with the, the existence of COVID, how it came to existence. I, I'm not... Uh, it's not like I don't believe that the, the virus doesn't exist. No, the virus exists. But where did it come from? How did it come to existence? That I have a lot of question marks on that. And then the other thing Ooh. is the government response on 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 the pandemic itself. Like it's extreme, and what is being like? We, we'll probably find out in five to six to ten years from today. You know, we'll find out the truth, years. but we will not. We will not find it today. It's not like it's. It's similar to nine eleven. Nine eleven happened. Invasion to Iraq It'll happened. It'll be twenty years. Then we found out the answer in 2013, 2014. Yeah, sure, 10, 20 years, sure. But we yeah. will not know the answer um, now. Well, but some people exactly. You you can't. We we won't be able to prove anything yet. But but you know what I mean. In, in you, there's already people digging around. That have an idea and now here's something crazy have you heard of operation dark winter no i've never heard of that okay so it's a cia operation um testing the release of a biological agent so oh sure this is a sure i this mean is a pro this this is a program the CIA has been working on for fucking 10 years, right? And you remember the anthrax that was involved in 9-11, right? The anthrax? No. Yeah. That? So they, there was anthrax that was mailed out on 9-11 to different politicians what, what, and shit. Sorry, what, what do you mean anthrax? I'm not too sure if I understand the word. It's like a biological weapon. Oh, it's, it's a powder. So it's a, it's a powder. Okay, okay. So it it was yeah. mailed to politicians. Yeah, 
within the U.S. Okay. Well, they they found out that the anthrax was made at a U.S. military base. So again, you got cut off a little bit. So they found, they found out, out what? that 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 anthrax was made at a U.S. military base. Right. Yeah, I mean. So that pr- <laughs> so that proves I mean, that it's an inside job, right? So. And I mean, here, I mean the listen. Pl- I I I don't really trust check- the American government. That's to start exactly. with, because they did they did the nine eleven, and what is worse to do something to your own people so that you can gain your own power. So first of and all, then we, did, we have so to ask the my question. Theory, my theory, brother, is that we released this on our own people again. It's 9-11 number two, like you're saying. I think it was yeah. created in a mil- U.S. military lab and released on the people on purpose so that they could forward the new world order. Sure. Yeah. I mean, have you ever watched the video or mini movie called The Plandemic? It kind of surfaced in the beginning of March 2020, and then it got taken out by all the websites. I'll look it up. Um, Well, don't look it up on Google because Google have censored it. Search uh, using a different search engine. So first of all, look look up search engine. And then find someone that is not well known, and then yeah, go duck, to that duck, search go, engine. DuckDuckGo is a good one. They, they don't trust. Yeah, yeah, DuckDuckGo is is where I found it. Yeah. So you'll find the whole video, and it talks. So I mean, if you never watched that, I highly recommend it because they talk in details about how. Yeah. One of one of the research universities in the United States was involved with a, a research lab that is located in Wuhan next to the breakout, like right next yes. to where the breakout happened. Yes. And and then they, they I think they funded some something around uh three three point four million dollars. Yeah, something around that. I don't exactly mm-hmm. remember the number. Yeah, so you and I are on to it. We, we yeah, <laughs> we know the same facts. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's one and then number two some guy on Instagram posted a video of he he was looking up COVID-19 um, response plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then COVID-19 response plan was developed. It's it's public information. You can look it up on Google. It was developed... 2018? Um, yeah, 2018, something like that. So it's... It's, um, it's funny. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, the, how how, the would, you, how, how right would you know... Yeah, how would you know that you're going to have a virus in 2019? You're going to have a pandemic yeah. and you have to have a response plan for it. And call it COVID-19 then, in, in 2018. And then if, you, if you're rehearsing it in two years in advance, then why are you so slow to roll out any kind of plan? I think they wanted people to catch it. Well, right? I think we, I mean, we've been talking about, so we, we saw... World War One and World War Two, and we were anticipating World War Three. Yeah. But at yep. some point in time, maybe in the nineties, we were talking about a biological weapon, and yep. now we have COVID. Like, like if you put two and two together, <laughs> COVID is a biological weapon. It just, I think, it either went out of control and it wasn't planned this way, no, or it was planned. 
it was planned this way and we don't know about it. Maybe. Oh, no, it was, was. No, you're just not giving these evil bastards enough credit. It was planned to do exactly what it's doing to take out millions of people worldwide. But who's it taken out? It's taken out the elderly who were going to cost the healthcare system. It's taken out the homeless who are a huge problem. It's taken Third out prisoners. Yep, it's taken out the prisoners who were a burden on the government and the prisons were overcrowded, right? So it's it's like a it's it's like it was designed perfectly almost by some evil genius, right? Sure. Sure. I mean, a group I mean, of I'm, people. I'm, <laughs> it takes planning. Right, 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 right. I'm not saying I condone and agree with that evil genius. I'm just saying I'm, I'm hypothesizing that we've – come on, people. We've all seen movies like this, right? Sure. Yeah. And right now we're kind of living this – I mean, they, they start to do it like, okay, two weeks left. By the way, it's mostly affecting the United States. It's uh, yeah. I I have I have friends in Dubai and Turkey and they're living normal lives, like there is no lockdown in Dubai whatsoever. In Iraq there so, is no lock lockdown. Right. So that brings up another point. So there's more deaths here. We said it started in Wuhan. I th I I call bullshit. I think we developed it in Wuhan, but I think we released mm -hmm. it here. Because here is the epicenter, Brooklyn, New York. Sure. Right? So if it started in Wuhan, why isn't that the epicenter? I have no answer to that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? And I think there is another thing that has been talked about, you know, in the past couple of years, which is the, what is it? A, uh, a minimum payment that everybody was going to get whether they work or not. It's not social right. welfare, uh, it's something else. Universal basic income. Yeah, un universal basic income. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, what's that about? Well, and I they mean, have to do this because, check this out, automation is coming around. So, this is something nobody's talking about. 50% of all non-skilled jobs are driving jobs, right? Okay. And basically, we already have self-driving cars. So they're kind of sure. just stalling it to like, what the fuck are we going to do with all these people that are out of work? Right? I mean, and they can even, even here's, here's the point. If you pay everybody... $2,000, is everybody oh, yeah. better off? Or are you really creating a new $2,000 inflation? Because <laughs> if everybody will have $2,000 in their pocket, then there's no difference between people, whether, whether they work or not. I don't, yeah, see, that's my problem with the universal basic income, is you can't give somebody who's rich that money. Right, that makes no sense. Exactly, because then you create the system you just said. Um, so it has to be allocated to the people who need it, right? Sure. And and so I don't know why we have such a problem 
with welfare in the United States because we give corporations welfare all the fucking time, right? We tax give release them, in form of tax release. Thank you. Tax incentives, tax breaks, tax reliefs. There's a number of ways of saying it, but we basically give them millions of dollars of incentives to do business in wherever. So, you know, it's such a double standard because we have socialism for corporations, but then rugged individualism for, for people. We got another message. Yeah. Why do we support Israel? That's a pretty stupid question. Why do you think it's stupid? <clears throat> Toby McGuire, chime on in. Why do you why do you think that's a stupid question? So the reason I put this up here is because we're giving Israel three point four billion dollars in aid. Meanwhile, we've got a massive homeless epidemic in this country. You know, shouldn't we spend that money at home first? That's like asking, why do I feed my guard dog? <laughs> Yo, dude, uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia is our guard dog as well. So, you know, I think Israel's doing just fine. We don't need to give them... <laughs> A ton of weapons. They're doing just fine over there, right? And they are our guard dogs. Why? Because we have their back. And if we didn't have their back, they'd be wiped off the map. They wouldn't exist. So yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't exist. exist. So we should. We should. Um, they leverage. Should <laughs> we should leverage our relationship more, right? They need us more than we need them. So why don't we act like it? They're not giving us any money. We're giving them a fuck ton of money in a downed economy when we have a homeless epidemic. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Man, fuck the homeless. Money's not going to help them. Money would probably kill them, which would probably be better for everyone. Fuck homeless people. Fuck people on fucking benefits. Texas Hammer, we were just talking about most corporations are getting more benefits than people are. So, you know, and I don't know. So we didn't used to have homeless people. This is what most Americans don't get. Back in the 1940s, people that made over $200,000 a year, after they made 200000 they were taxed 90%. Corporations were were taxed 90%. We didn't have homelessness. We had we were building new roads and parks and infrastructure and railroads ever since then. And that's what led to, you know, what Donald Trump called Make America Great Again. That's what led to it, is taxing the fuck out of the rich and corporations. That led to the 50s and the 60s and created the middle class in America which the whole world looked at as a, as a success. So the way we got there was by taxing the rich and the corporations. Corporations make money for the investor class and the elites and the people that matter. 
Okay, corporations make money for the investor class and the elites for the top 10%. Not even, not even with 10%. 1% well, of the 1%. So yeah, the the top one percent, ideally. So, Miss Mr. Texas Hammer, I hope you live in a gated community, and I hope you have an AR-15 with a scope on it. Because the way you're talking, you better be living. You know, you better be protecting your castle because people are going to come storm it eventually, dude. If if that's the way you want our society to be, because you're talking about living in a third world society, and you know, what made America great? Better taxation is what made America great. Okay. I'm okay. So, it is a man-eat-man world out there. And we do this because those that are higher than us put that within us, instills that within us, to divide, to conquer, to think that someone's weakness means that they're unworthy of living within society because someone falls down on their luck. That means they can no longer be treated as an equal human being. They don't deserve food on their table. They don't deserve heat in their house. They don't deserve water running throughout their faucets. That means they're less than a human being because they fail upon hard times. Are we really, is that where we are as a people? That we saying fuck homeless people? If we no. cared about each other more, our society would be better. Because you're only as strong as your weakest link. And that's the truth. Demand, thank you. Word. No, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Um, I'm going to give a couple quotes here. I'm going to give it back to you. Give me one sec, no Metal Gear. I got to finish this thought process or I'm going to lose it. But uh, this is important, right? Unless we do something, we're living in an oligarchy right now with the largest separation of wealth in American history ever, 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 ever. The Gilded Age back in the 20s was a horrible separation of wealth. We have surpassed that now, right? And, and we acknowledged that that was a dark point in American history where what we called the the banksters and the baron robbers were oppressing all of the working class. Well, we're, we're living in a worse state right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic and we can't even get our politicians to give us fucking health care? Are you kidding? We're the only uh, uh industrialized nation in the world without universal health care we're we're the only industrialized nation in the world without free college education and why do we not have free college education because they want to keep us stupid they want to keep us divided and they want to be able to conquer us it's a simple plan it's the oldest trick in the book divide and conquer and no metal gear i want to throw it back to you here didn't Iraq have free college education before we bombed the fuck out of it? I mean, it still does. There is free college education and free healthcare. <clears throat> still, even after we bombed the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah. You wow. can go to any. I mean, back back in the 1960s and the 1950s, we we forever had free college education and free. Um, Healthcare for everybody, whether they are citizens or visitors. 
So people from neighboring countries would come to Iraq to get health care, and then they would go back to their country. That's how it was. Wow. So you're just taking care of other people because you had such a, a, a flourishing economy. Yeah, I mean, everything was for free. We had a lot of people coming from neighboring countries to study in our universities um, to to get health care. And then they would come study and then go for free. Uh, zero so dollars. Zero dinars. So this, this is what people don't understand. Well, you know what every American says? How are we going to pay for it? Well, this is something people can't comprehend. Bear, bear, bear in mind, there is there is no tax in Iraq. Like the dollars well, well, that you make, you keep. You're kidding me. No, there is there is no tax in Iraq. You you I don't pay taxed, any tax with the government. I get taxed twenty five percent of my income. Yeah, that's not there. Yeah. Twenty five percent. I mean, so, so so by by the way, taxation even in America it got introduced in the first World War. And right. then it was when it was first introduced. It was introduced um, under the the notion that it was going to be for one year, but then the government liked the money, and then they basically uh, passed a law that everybody will have to pay taxes from that point on. And then ever since, taxation has been increasing. Dude, you know more about American government than most Americans. We got two more messages. I'm going to hit them right now. I mean, then go fucking live in Iraq. <laughs> America has 400 million people. So, like, what other industrial nation has 400 million people? Hey, Texas I mean, Hammer. Have you, have you, hey, Texas Hammer, have you heard of India? Have you heard of China? 80 um, million people. <laughs> They got a fuck ton of people, and their their economy has surpassed us. They showed us how you can take people out of poverty and raise them into a middle class, as people in our society are falling from middle class into poverty. So, like, while you're waving your American flag about dirt, 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 like, what are we doing well in America right now, Mister Hammer? Let me know. Like, I'm not I'm not hating on America. I'm just saying. You seem to be waving the flag, so you just tell me, what are we the best at? I'm not a genius on world affairs, but I'm pretty sure Iraq is a shithole. Oh, I think, I think um, uh, you're mistaken. I can, I can talk uh, about that aspect. So, Iraq right, let me right talk, now... Let, hey, hey, let, let me, me talk let, on let it, me just... because, because you know why? He's racist. So he's going to hear it better no, from no, me. I, I, no, no, that, that's, that, no, he's not, I, I, I don't take it All in right, racism go, and whatnot. That doesn't bother me. But, okay, um, you go. You go. You go, man. You tell this guy. Yeah, I mean, so Iraq was doing really good um, in terms of education, healthcare, all the way to 2003. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Iraq. Everybody was living just fine. Um, we make less dollars. But at the same time, we it, it takes us too little dollars to live off of. So you make, for example, $5 a day, you can live off using $3. We don't make 2000 and then live off 1500 So it's the same, same equation. And then after that, <clears throat> after 2003, which is when the United States came to Iraq, 
It was a whole corrupt system. And uh, billions and billions of dollars in which it is spent. So here's the thing. United States lend Iraq money to rebuild, right? So let's say, for example, they lend Iraq $100 million. $50 million or $60 million goes into corruption. And then $40 million still goes into corruption in the Iraq. But $60 million, 60% of it goes to the official people, official American people in Iraq. So they get a cut out of any dollar that goes into Iraq. That's to start. Right. That's part of the rebuild. And And this is, um, let me me break that down a little bit more, because some people don't understand how this works, right? So we'll give Iraq $100 million (laughs) to rebuild, or $100 billion to rebuild. But that contract will have to be with an American company like Halliburton. Sure. So, ba- sure. so basically, what the American government do- is doing is giving a no-bid contract. It's it's backroom dealing. It's corruption at its worst. It's repaying and, itself. And, yeah, it's repaying itself. And using war to do it. So it's fucking blood money. So this is disgusting. Not not only that, but and then on the other side, they get the benefit of getting extremely cheap oil because of the contract that Iraq has with the United States right now. They get it for maybe even less than half the price of the advertised oil of Iraq. So did you? They know, are. Do you know? Triple dipping. Do you know? Yeah. No. You know. Let me break that down for you too, because I got I got the stats on this. So <clears throat> Iraq, after the invasion, Iraq would ended up getting 25 cents on the dollar for its own oil. So they only get 25% of the revenue generated from their own oil. Oil. So that sure. that is why we invaded Iraq. It has nothing to do with anything else and <clears throat> And, 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 you know, anybody's going to say, like, well, Iraq's a backward-ass country. Dude, Iraq was the cradle of civilization. It's the oldest, you know, maintained civilization in history. The Tigris and Euphrates River, this is where civilization was born. So y'all need to fucking go back to school. There is a YouTube video called The Cradle of Civilization. Watch it. It it talks about uh, Iraq and Mesopotamia and so on. Yeah, exactly. And how how Here. civilization first started? Where did it first start? So, so by the way, there is a lot of people that don't know Iraq is actually Mesopotamia. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is this: what we're talking about here is a world heritage site that that we should be protecting. And and we bombed when we fucked up that country using depleted uranium. I might add toxifying it for a thousand years we bombed cultural heritage sites just the video that to... the video that i told you about of dahlia she talks about depleted uranium being used in the united in american uh, war arms <clears throat> oh yeah oh yeah there's a great there's a great documentary for anybody listening beyond treason beyond it's, treason uh, beyond treason and Treason. what this is, it, it interviews all these different people. It interviews the guy the U.S. <laughs> sent to um, to test 
for uh, biological and chemical weapons, he ended up becoming sick with the Gulf War Syndrome. So then he ended up investigating it. And what the Gulf War Syndrome was is that the U.S. military blew up because, like I said, we we supplied Iraq with chemical weapons and biological weapons back in the 80s, like I said. So what, what the Gulf War Syndrome was is we blew up those chemical and biological weapon sites and we didn't tell our own soldiers that were downwind to get out of the way. That's what That's Gulf War Syndrome I'm is. That, that Gulf War Syndrome. I've never heard of it. That's what the Gulf War <laughs> Syndrome is. And, and nobody will talk about it because it's our own government committing a war crime against our own soldiers. India and China are your examples? Holy shit. <laughs> They're not even people over there. They're fucking insects. Texas okay, Hammer. I, mean, I, don't, I, 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 I don't think you need to answer that. Uh, really. Texas Hammer, you gotta check yourself. <laughs> if, you call any, if you call any human an insect... Then you don't have a right to live or breathe on this planet, and I can't wait until these quote unquote insects swarm upon you, bro. <laughs> Dude, Talk you just took shit. that fucking book and you started to read. And another thing, dude, you, I'm bobbing. I'm fucking loving the vibe. Yeah. You are telling the truth. At the end of the day, they get power off our divide. When you have an open hand, it is not as strong as a closed fist. And once people realize that this surpasses religion, sexuality, race, and faith, the minute that we realize that we are all human beings trying to obtain the regular dream of doing what we love, being with the people that we love, and loving the life that we live. The moment that we realize that as a people and then realize that we're being played like a fiddle is the moment that we will gain power. But until then, we'll just stay the way we are. Bam. Sure. Demand. Rise up. What's up, people? <laughs> Did you hear that, people? Oh, my God. That was crazy. God. The, on point. The, on point. She's the princess singing the, the, the ballad of the revolution right there. That's what that was. That was the ballad of the revolution. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what I'm going to call it. And that's exactly what it is. Divide and conquer. It's the oldest fucking trick in the book, and it's fucking bullshit, and I, I call it out. I see it. I see it. I see you, Donald Trump, for playing to these fucking racist motherfuckers, calling them out of the woodwork. You know? I, I, you know, I see you fucking Bill Clinton for selling out the fucking Democratic Party, for making it Republican. For doing away with Glass-Steagall, allowing banks to crash our economy. That's what led to 2008. Thank you, Bill Clinton, you fucking Epstein pervert bastard. And uh, 
what else did he do? The 1994 crime bill with Bill Clinton, which flooded our prisons, and that's right after they passed a bill that would make prisons for profit. So not many people know this either, but the Bush family is the largest owner of for-profit prisons in the country. Oh, I didn't so, know that. I didn't know that. Yep. So check it. So fuck, fuck Bush, fuck Obama, fuck Clinton, fuck Trump, fuck Biden, fuck them all. We need a third party. We need a third party to get together every disenfranchised group that exists, right? Working class people. I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't care who you fuck. I don't care what bathroom you use. That doesn't fucking matter. These are all stupid conversations that were brought up to divide us and, and, and to keep us from the shit that's important. Like, let me talk about my money. Let me talk about my money. Let's talk about the money. Why don't we have health care? The only industrialized nation in the country with no fucking health care. The only industrialized nation in the fucking world without fucking free college education. And why? Because no free college education, well, then you can't take that one very important class, which is called critical thinking. Right? It's a required English class. Critical thinking. Then you learn how to sure. decipher when people are fucking bullshitting you. Then you learn that the media is all a bullshit manipulation mechanism to, to sure. further divide and conquer us. And then you learn that the media is all owned by corporations which want to keep us divided and conquered there you said it 60 million goes into corruption it's a corrupt state full of corrupt people why do you want why is that a good example uh india there's no bathrooms <laughs> there's it's shitty shitty life very bad hygiene china they're all slaves texas hammer wow you are showing your redneckness man bro dude i'm so sorry for your for your limited outlook, because China's about to surpass our ass. You know, India's got the largest population in the world, so, like, why would you not want to help those people have a better life? Why are you shitting on them? Like, the fuck makes you so great? What do you do that helps anybody, Mr. Texas? So, how do you know that... The oil is pretty cheap for USA from Iraq. The fuck, man. Estes, Estes, well, Estes. <clears throat> let me let me answer this real quick. So, the oil is not cheap in the U.S., and that's the fucked up thing. But but what what I so you misunderstood what I said. Iraq used to get all the money from their oil, one hundred percent. Now, Iraq only gets 25% of that, right? And, and then the 75% goes into the United States, to the corporation to of the, the United States. Well, not necessarily. There's a Chinese company, there's a Russian company, it, but it's all oil companies, 
It it got all no, no, no. by all, all, all of uh, all, all goes all goes to the United States. Iraq is not allowed to sell their oil only to the United States. Seriously? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's uh, my dad was oh, the minister shit. of oil in the sixties oh, and the seventies. So then we get to make all the money on selling all of your oil. Yeah, I mean, Iraq can only sell oil to the United States. Oh, shit. That's by contract, yeah. Oh, shit. Did you people hear that? Texas Hammer, did you hear that? Then I heard about the, the son of Hamas. Son of Hamas. What? The sounds. Can say? you repeat that? What was uh, I? I heard something about Hamas. Yeah, I'm down with Hamas. They're uh, they're an organization. So in the United States, we're told that Hamas is a terrorist organization, right? But in reality, it's just a political grassroots organization to defend their own people and their own place against yeah i mean i mean the nations the, so. the, re the, re the reason the reason why it's defined as a terrorist organization is because they are against uh, israel and then israel and hamas they keep bombing each other but that just makes israel as a, as much of a terrorist organization as hamas right, they but, bomb nobody each other. but nobody talks about that nobody ever well nobody played. nobody talks about israel 40 years no. ago wasn't Israel, no. it was Palestine. Go check 40 years old maps. You go, you see Palestine. There was no Israel in the map. Israel, I think, but now you're depending on Google Maps because Google Maps is the go-to map. And now they changed it from Palestine to Israel. That's what it is. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a documentary for some people here because there's something that everybody needs to know. And that is <clears throat> that Israel, like you were saying, didn't even exist before the before the United Kingdom wrote this thing called the Balfour Declaration. Oh, of and course, they, yeah, before the Declaration, they, yeah. Then they quote unquote they ever, they, gave they they agreed, Palestine they agreed, to Israel. They yeah yeah in the absence of the Arab world, in the absence of the Arab people. So basically, exactly. I I give you somebody else's money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even know you, but I'm going to give Joe Bob over here, I'm going to give him your house. No, you're going to give Texas one... guy. You're going to give Hang him on one second. Hang on one second. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. So who do we have here? Who do we have online? Razor, GG Juice, Demand, Thousands, Texas Hammer, you're still here? Hmm. <coughs> Live listeners. Talking about the son, of, the son of Hamas, because before there's a leader in a the leader of Hamas, he has a, he has a son, and this prince he wants the, the, the father wants him to be uh, to, to be the next leader of Hamas that was in Palestine. So what happened is like 
when there's like a United Nation, like um, all country like hate the Israel. Like I mean, they don't like Israel. They they complain about about um attacking and blah blah blah. And then there is the son of Hamas. He was talking to like I mean, in front of many countries there in United Nations that he said my father is something like he he, he betrayed his father. So that's it. Like I mean, I I'll give you the link. Uh, how can I give the link so that if you guys don't know it, I'll give it to you. But how can I give it? Just uh, just name the link or the name of the article or the video on YouTube or something. That should that should suffice. Hi, my name is Gina. Um, I'm from the UK. Where are you from? Hi, Gina. I'm from Canada, and uh, my friend here. And another thing is from uh, California. I just follow Dave, whoever Dave here. I just follow your Instagram or Instagram or Twitter. I think Instagram, right? I I send you the link. Yeah. If you didn't watch that yet, check that out. That is the son of Hamas. That is the son of the leader of the Hamas revolt. And he he um he betrayed his father. He just said about what is real on their groups. So you're saying that the son of Hamas betrayed his father and went with Israel. Um, can you repeat the name of the link, please, if, you, if you're still here? So as far as I know it, um, so I'm back. So as far as I know it, Hamas is a grassroots political organization to rise up against the oppression against the government of Israel. Right, and as we, as we all know, Israel keeps expanding its territory through what's called settlements, right? And they, these are illegal settlements, and they're basically going into other people's country and building, you know, a, a, a village. So, where else in the world would this be permitted, right? Like, like when South Africa, when that. When that, um, what's the word for it? Um, well, what's with when that? Um, separatist society. What do you call that? When it's a uh, segregated society. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, what do you call that? Like, there's a word for it that's escaping me right now. But, <clears throat> but like. South Africa, like it, the whole world looked down on that because it was a segregated society and the, the, you know, the, the black South Africans didn't have any rights within their own country. And it's a bunch of fucking Danish people that moved there. That oh, had I all see. the rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it's the, it's the same fucking thing in Israel. Sure. I mean, Israel became Israel after the second world war after yeah. uh, Hitler have uh, you know made the genocide against the the Jewish people and whatnot so then the Jew, the the issue with Jewish people is that they are dispersed across uh, across large lands you know they we right. had a lot of Iraqi Jewish people and they they lived you know we had a lot of Iraqi Jewish people they lived in Iraq and in Turkey and in Iran 
they also, a lot of them lived in Europe as well. So when the genocide happened in Second World War, and they liberated them, the, that, the, the Allied forces liberated them. After that, uh, they, uh, the people who are leaders amongst the Jewish people, in which are the Israelis, they wanted to centralize where they reside. So then the before uh, contract happened and then they decided to go to Palestine. So basically they went to Palestine, they purchased they purchased some lands there, and then after that they started bullying Palestinians out of their homes and uh, concurring. And taking the, more and more. And take, 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 and yeah, taking, taking over. Taking more and more and more and more and more and more land and then establishing a government that was based yeah. on taking more and more and more and more and more and more land, right? It it's been a terrorist it's like, organization. It's like the indigenous. It's like the indigenous people versus the settlers in America when first America came came about. Exactly, exactly. So the the government of Israel has been a terrorist organization ever since its founding, and the English government had no legal basis to give. Palestine to the Jewish people, so the whole thing is bullshit. I give it to sure. Dave. Dave. Dave, I'm proud of you. I just send you the link, and then yeah, you guys, you can play if you guys want. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, what I'm saying is the 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 leader of Hamas, and he comes the son, and this the leader wants to be the next leader is the son, and the son he betrayed his father. He he, he told everything what's going on. I'll give you, there's a documentary for him. I'll, do, I'll give it to you later. Yeah, let us know. Okay, the I think I, sure. I think I looked him up. His name is Mus'ab Hassan Yusuf, and his nickname is the Green Prince. And he was working uh, as an undercover for Israeli internal security service from 1979 oh. to 2007. Oh, shit. There you go. But uh, See, I mean that. Got to be that, so careful of that. Whether shit, whether, right? whether whether he betrayed his father or not, that doesn't. Um, I mean that doesn't negate that the Israelis actually took over Palestine and then they displaced people from their homes. No, and it doesn't, and it doesn't forgive that. And and there's still eight to this day. There's eight hundred thousand people that have not been allowed to come home. Yes, bro. Yeah, it is. That's him. Musa Basam. I mean, play the one when he he speak in the, uh, the nation, like in the United Nation. You know, he has, he has no title at that time. Mostly like all the, the, the country, every country at that time. But him is deeper. Did you, did you understand that? Um... He was saying that, that that the guy he was talking about earlier, he thinks that message, that guy's message is deeper. Um, you know, we'd have to check out the documentary, but but he hasn't sent us a link yet. So send us a link. We'll check out the documentary. Um, but until then, yeah. Yeah, for I sure. I don't know, man. There's, there's a history. I mean, Palestine right now has decreased in size about, you know, down to oh. 15%. So oh, it's, imagine, it's so imagine, sad. imagine the United, yeah, imagine the United States. Everybody gets displaced out of their homes, and then you get to live in in in, in one of the states, for example. 
Yeah, that's, imagine that's literally it would, what happened. Imagine it would be the equivalent of the whole United States is now like California, and then in New York, Oregon, and Washington. Sure. Right. That's crazy. Okay, I'll tell you what, problem, what is happening the- there. Like, I mean, his father before, like, I mean, he he made something like a like um like a a setup. They they make a, a a setup like a soldier, which is, is they you know they they were a soldier of Israel, but that's not Israelites. So what happened? This this um fake Israelites with, with the soldier uniform, they they uh they captured the father, which is well, what happened? Like he is teaching the son to be hate to hate the Israel. That's what I'm saying. So of course, if you are the son, then they they kidnap your dad. Of course, you will get mad, right? So, what he thinks, like, I mean, uh, the one who kidnapped, just like a setup, so that he will get mad to the Israel, because this guy, he is not hating other country if he, there's nothing wrong happen. So, that's that's what happened. Like, I mean, when he find out that it was set up, then that's the thing. It, it's, I'm sorry, I have a, I have a sore. It's hard, it's hard to talk. But, um, what's the one? It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah, I think yes, he was yeah. working as an undercover uh, uh, Israeli, so the son yep. of Hamas, yep. the son of Hamas yep. leader, yes, um, be- became an undercover uh, be- uh, for like he was working for the Israeli internal security. You can look that up; it's, it's on Wikipedia. And then he exposed uh, numerous, and then he was basically he betrayed his father because he was uh, exposing Hamas cells and he was assisting the Israelis against his. Against Hamas, essentially. So basically, they sent him to help Hamas, but then he ended up flipping on Hamas. That's what happened. Because he was an inside agent, double agent to begin and, with. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so he, money can. But the, the reality is, money money can buy anything. So he probably went right. to Israel, and then he he thought that oh, life in Israel is much better and. He is well off here, and he doesn't need to go back to Hamas and this and that, so he started to drink. Or the CIA paid him off. Mm, yeah. To change I mean, paid him off, or... Yeah, for sure. Paid him off, threatened him, either one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, you know, I, I just want to also touch base on something really important, so... Please. We were talking like er, er, earlier, maybe an hour ago or something. We were talking about what is the value of America and so on, and how did America came about? America was really built on slaves. If there were no slaves, there wouldn't be any Americans. That's right. <laughs> That's the reality. So, and That's then the it reality. still happens. It's just, it's just right now. There, by the way, there is a lot of background noise from your end, I believe. I'm sorry. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it's it's back. But anyways, um, what I was saying is, they now the slavery is no longer uh, you know work for slavery. Now it's financial slavery. Right. So what the Americans do best is that they they um, they ignite other places in the world so that they become unstable and then what they do is that they open the immigration for them and then they tell them well 
we fucked up your country now you have now you want to leave your country because your country is fucked up now and you don't want to live there anymore uh-huh. and now they get the best of the best the cream of the crop they get the doctors the engineers the high you know highly educated people and they, they come the here and those up. people <laughs> yeah they tell the rest to fuck up they don't care right but then these people come here and they get integrated into the society it takes them 10 to 15 years to get the american passport they have to work and live and become part of the civilization as they're living they're of course they're living with their family so they're becoming part of the system so then watching what, the how news. this is happening yeah i mean watching the news and so on. but then the point is you know they're becoming productive members of society to further build this big machine you know to to further increase the american uh, roi return on investment and they also put some money myth, also the myth right because now these people think oh my god the american dream yes but they sure, were the yeah, cream I mean, of the, they, but they were the yeah. cream of the crop that was hand picked right so the american mm-hmm. dream doesn't mm-hmm. exist for your working class but now these people are going to go toot the horn of like oh america 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 right sure i mean it's very hard for anybody to come to america you don't you know it's not that easy by the way because for you to come to america you either have to have $100,000 in the bank or you have um you know some kind of a degree or a lawyer or you're an engineer or you're a doctor or you're a nurse and so on and then they might consider you so then when you come here first thing you have to do is you have to think about the system by the way the background noise is amazing i wow i think it's background it's, noise right now it's a, it's a feedback it's it's like when i talk it comes back and then when i stop talking it goes away how's that is that better i think so no it's coming back still <laughs> god damn it okay. <clears throat> how about there mm, let's see oh yeah much better yeah now it's gone okay, okay. so yeah um i was saying you know when when they come here think about what people do when these engineers when these doctors they come here they have to spend oh, four to eight years to accredit their university degree which they already have <laughs> it's not like it's not like the science is different the science is the same a doctor oh, here yeah. is the same as the doctor in iraq they it's yeah. the same material So algebra, then yeah and these guys hasn't changed, right? <laughs> What's that? Algebra hasn't changed, right? Algebra hasn't changed, engineering physics hasn't changed. Yeah, exactly. But then these guys have to go through the system to be able just to work within their field. So they come yep. and then they have to work to support themselves and so on and so forth. I'm not talking about the bottom 20% which come here and sit to to eat from the uh welfare system whatever that, those those people are the bottom feeders i'm talking about the people who came through the immigration system not through the 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 rehoming right. what is it called um right not refugees refugees yeah <clears throat> so 
all, all these people are creating value when they come here. Like, the, yes. first of all, they have to they have to spend money to live those eight years. And then after those eight years, they're working, they're, they're providing, they're building businesses, they're starting businesses, they're paying taxes and so on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's the perfect business case for the Americans, for the United States, for the government itself. Because it is making the country as a whole better. So right. it's, it's, it's perfect. Go screw up and, Iraq. And, we'll and pay ourselves you... from the contracts that we get. And then we will get dirt cheap oil. And then we get cheap labor that come here, they're already well-educated, we'll make them pay again because they have to go to school again to get accredited, and then they'll start working yep. after eight, ten years. Right. Exactly. Yep. Tell me, so that's that's how not, it. tell me that's not an oppressive system. We got a couple messages. Let's hit these real quick. You go. I take the floor on behalf of the UN Watch. My name is Musa Hassan Yusuf. I grew up in Ramallah as a member of Hamas. I address the words to the Palestinian Authority, which claims to be the sole legitimate representative of the Palestinian people. I ask, where does your leg- legitimacy come from? The Palestinian people did not elect you, and they did not appoint you to represent them. You are self-appointed. Your accountability is not to your own people. This is evidenced by your own total violation for their human rights. In fact, the Palestinian individual and their human development is the least of your concern. You kidnap Palestinian students from campus and torture them in your jail. You torture your political rivals. The suffering of the Palestinian people is the outcome of your selfish political interests. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.